you just a puppet, but I'm giving you props. You're lying to the public, like it ain't nothing. And I just love it, I hope it don't stop. I don't give a damn, nigga, bang that block. I don't give a fuck, nigga, bang that Glock. I seen an image of Hitler in the picture when the Twin Towers dropped. Peak the concept, you got progress, you got Congress. We protesting, hopes they confess. Just proceed on your conquest. I ain't got no gavel. I ain't finna fight nobody battle. I just wanna be free. I ain't finna be nobody chattel. Nobody chattel. Nobody chattel. Hello, and welcome to uh, Nobody's Chattel. I will be your host, Zach. And so I'm gonna kinda describe how this is gonna go and uh, kinda explain why I'm doing this, what I'm doing, I guess, who I am, um, and all that good stuff, and hopefully if you're interested in what I may have to say in the future, then stick around. Alright, so I'm going to start off with, what is this podcast? Um, so, I'm going to be straight up and say this is starting out mainly as just kind of like an audio log for me, um, trying to get some practice in with audio in general. Um, but I'm going to touch on a bunch of different topics. You know, I kind of surf the internet. Um, I follow a lot of interesting people on Twitter. Twitter's crazy every day. I love it. And I just... I don't even tweet. I barely tweet at all. I just like watching everybody argue. Um, but my topics that I'm interested in... Um, so we're going to talk about a little bit of everything. Um, like foreign policy. Um, I really enjoy... You know... Seeing how uh, countries in our world interact. Um, you know, it's basically just... Uh, it's basically just intercontinental high school drama, and, uh, with drama, there's, uh, always gossip, that's for sure, um, except, I guess, in this case, drama is people dying, so that's probably not the best, but, um, other topics, moving on, um, Economics. I'm a big fan of economics. Um, this is pretty recent for me, though. Um, but I've kind of been reading around, um, learn a little bit of uh, economic thought. Um, and we'll probably discuss stuff. I guess I will discuss stuff. Um, science. I like science. You know, I am actually uh, getting my master's in, in physics right now. So will most likely hear me talking about science at some point or another. Um, and then, you know, current events in general, if I find anything I'm interested in, um, then I'm probably going to talk about it. And then, lastly, is probably going to be a lot of politics. Um, politics right now is the biggest, clowniest dumpster fire in the world, and... It makes me laugh. It it really brightens my day sometimes. Um, people say I have a 
a cynical point of view, but I don't know. You know, I just enjoy a little bit of irony in life. Um, so I'm going to give some examples of, you know, kind of some of the stuff I was talking about, um, like the foreign policy thing. Um, you know, like what you came across the news was the uh, African Free Trade Agreement um, that got ratified. Uh, so, you know, props to Africa getting the, getting that free trade on. Um, you know, that's definitely going to help in the future. Although, you know, um, I don't know. Some of those countries are still a little so socialist uh, from colonization. But that's a whole other topic. Um, economics. You know, I've really come become interested in uh, what's called Austrian economics. Um, and, you know, it's not very well heard of, but it makes a lot of sense to me. And, uh, you know, I enjoy reading it. I enjoy, you know, listening to stuff about it. Um, so hopefully when I'm talking about stuff, um, you know, you understand what I'm talking about, I guess. Um, so that's what I'm here. I'm here to convey information and hopefully for you all to learn something, I guess. Um, learning. So, also science, um, you know, I am focusing in biophysics, which is kind of a mesh between biology, chemistry, and physics, all into one kind of interdisciplinary field. Um, you know, it, it really interests me, and there's a lot that you can, there's a lot of uh, paths to follow, I guess. Um, and then current events, you know, what happened today? Oh, the, the Notre Dame burned down. Um, that's sad, but I'm not going to lie. Some of the pictures actually looked really cool. Um, you know, I can, I can appreciate a little bit of, uh, a little bit of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sadness isn't isn't quite right, but I'm going to go with it anyways, a little bit of sadness in the picture, um, you know, I can, I can appreciate that, um, you know, there's art in that, I guess, yeah, so, I mean, that's, uh, that's basically it, I guess, you know, politics, politics is politics, well, that dumpster fire, we'll cross that dumpster fire when we get to it, um, I guess I'm going to move on to, you know, who am I? What do I believe in? I guess that's more what's important. Um, you know, I am... I would consider myself a libertarian, uh, and more specifically, an anarcho-capitalist, um, which, you know, is a weird term for people. But it makes, you know, again, you know, it's the Austrian economics kind of goes into that. Um, that's very intertwined. And, you know, it it's based off of, you know, a priori logic. Um, and, you know, I can, you know, being from physics, I can understand 
when it's right to use a model and when it's right to use, you know, the laws of physics. Um, you know, with biophysics, it's a lot of modeling because it's basically just, um, you know, pretty predictable. I guess not. It's somewhat predictable how energy is going to be transferred and how everything's going to move and, um, you know, but you've got to you got to start with your logic somewhere, and I think that's missed by a lot of people who are interested in economics. Um, you know, they learn all of these math, all this math and models, um, but they don't understand the underlying information that's being conveyed there, and that you know it may be wrong. Um, you know, I've learned a lot of like history of science and um you know there there are a lot of scientists that have gonna gone down the wrong path you know they get so locked into one idea and you know and then a brilliant scientist comes along um you know the one that comes to mind is uh fritz wicky um he actually theorized black holes like back in the 1920s, that was like the 1920s or 30s, and he's already thinking up black holes, and you know he he died before he ever got any recognition, but he was basically laughed into exile, and then you know all of the like, once all the kind of computing, it's like somewhat computing, and um, in the 1970s started going on, and people were like, oh shit, you know there's actually some some truth behind this black hole stuff. Um, and then people were like, oh, wow, this guy was, was 40 years ahead of us on all this. Uh, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should recognize that. And then, you know, they proved black holes exist. I guess they didn't really technically prove black holes exist. They saw gravity waves, which, you know, is theorized that only black holes can create, like two black holes smashing into one one another. But, you know, that picture of the black hole recently, that was interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, moving on. What was I talking about? I was talking about economics. Um, so, yes, that's kind of my where I'm coming from, um, from like a political and philosophical sense, this, uh, you know, anarcho-capitalism. Um, you know, I understand the importance of a good frame of reference and that's why it just appealed to me so quickly because it's like hey here's the underlying logic that you need to understand and here's how to apply it and I was off and sent down the rabbit hole um but you know I have been a very oblivious person throughout my life. And I've really, I've been, you know, what I would consider a libertarian. Not, you know, I was, I've never been interested, I was never interested in politics when I was younger. And so I, I saw this system that was just not, I was in high school and can tell it wasn't working. Um, so I just stayed away from it. And I 
didn't want to be involved in it, and I didn't find it interesting, because it was just a bunch of liars lying and stealing more money. Um, you know, and I understood that in a very, in the very basic sense, that these were positions of power that can be abused. And I, you know, had like a, a lick of sense for that, but didn't really, you know, understand the, the full extent of it until very recently. Um, you know, I kind of got sent down the rabbit hole. Um, it's been a little less than a year now. Um, I'd say about 10 months was before, so I would have probably, even though I didn't give myself um, labels, I would probably, would have probably considered myself a libertarian for, you know, a good few years now, but I would always caveat that with, I'm not interested in politics, and I don't know if that's right or not, so I can't really, you know, I'm, I'm not the best person to talk to, and I'm probably going to be wrong, um, you know, I still think that, but at least I've got a little bit more understanding about the world now, um, but I would have considered myself, like, socially, um, liberal and the fiscally conservative libertarian, um, but, you know, once I actually learned that there's a little bit more to it than that, um, it was like a week before I turned into an anarcho-capitalist, because uh, I must have had just a lot of the underlying foundation already thought out. Because, um, you know, one of the big things is, is self-ownership. And I have been, you know, explicitly calling it self-ownership independently since I was like 13 or 14. You know, I got to be responsible for myself. Um, so that's always been a very big, you know, facet of of my understanding of what I should be doing and and what I could be doing. But I never really thought to, you know, apply that, you know, to the world around me. You know, I, I applied it to myself, and then, you know, I kind of, like, expressed that to, you know, my friends and family, and there, there, I mean, there are, there are other things, too, you know, it's not just the self-ownership, um, you know, I have read, there are, there are a lot of books that I can, like, pick out in my life, I have never been a very big reader, but there are a lot of books, not a lot, there are a few books that really have stuck out to me, and really just, you know, changed my perspective in in wild ways like um like Hiroshima um I read that when I was like really young and you know ever since I read that I was unsure you know the the whole war topic was really uneasy for me after that book um you know I'm I was, you know, already, like, I'm not sure if I'm okay with a government that can just, you know, 
absolutely just demolish civilians like that. Um, even in war, I mean, that's just, you know, it's a little, little light to say over the top. Um, but there, there are other books too, like, probably of no surprise, I read, um, Ayn Rand when I was younger, um, but not Atlas Shrugged. I did not like that book at all. That was, it was way too long. You know, it, it was not going to happen. But I did like The Fountainhead. Um, you know, the whole aspect of the um, creative individualism really, uh, really stood out to me. Um, and then, you know, there was a whole, I, we had like a whole class on dystopian novels. Um, so I ended up reading like Fahrenheit 451, 1984, Brave New World, um, you know, and some other ones, but like all of those really stood out to me and, you know, it just really, it got me thinking what, how do people end up in situations like this? And, you know, yes, I understood they were novels, but I also, you know, have been kind of a history nerd, and, you know, I have know how bad, like, communist Russia, and even worse was communist China, oh my gosh. Um, you know, those places are worse than these books. So, and yet those places, you know, lasted for, for years, um, so, you know, and it just, it, it hit me, and it was a question I was never really able to answer until recently, um, you know, how, what, what ends up bringing a government to do these things, and how do people not notice what is happening, um, but I didn't notice what was happening in the world around me. Um, and I think that was the whole point. Like, you know, I, I knew that there was stuff out there. And like, again, I wasn't very interested in politics because I just didn't understand the whole... I didn't understand any of it. It just made no sense why anybody would do anything that way. Um, but I, I enjoyed the books. It was good thinking, I guess. Um, I've also been, like, a very shrewd person when it comes to money. Um, you know, my dad always said there's, there's no such thing as free money. And, my gosh, I really didn't know how, how true those words were. So, hopefully, uh, we'll get into that in the future. Um, and there was, there was really two questions that I could not answer, and I knew I was going to need to answer before I really figured out what I believe. Um, and so I took a, I took a dive, and I was like, you know, this is over just over just about a year ago when I actually started looking into 
politics in general. Um, I figured it was probably about time that I at least try again. You know, I tried. Funny enough, talking about oblivious, I um, I voted for Ron Paul in 2012 in my first election. And knowing that now, that is sweat off my brow. Um, you know, I have not voted for anybody else except for Ron Paul. Um, well, yeah, I guess I voted for Gary Johnson, but that was, that was obviously before I actually understood politics. Um, I was, I succumbed to the voting. Um, but yeah, the, the Ron Paul thing I find hilarious. I'm looking back eight years and being like, oh, wow, I didn't even, didn't even know what he regularly stood for. I just saw this cool old nice, nice grandpa. That was, I thought it was funny. Um, and I mean, I, I did a little bit of like preliminary research and that was really the only research before, you know, I really started about a year ago. Um, and it was like, I spent maybe a day or two researching candidates and, you know, it was just Republicans cause it was against, uh, Obama for the Democrats. Um, so I don't even, I don't even remember why I voted for him. You know, I just know that I did. And my brother, I remember my brother making fun of me for it. And I was, I was pissed, but he looked at my vote. I was so offended. I was like, what are you doing? Gosh. For those of you who don't know, I, I'm from Iowa and we do caucuses so you basically write your vote on a piece of paper and so i had to hand it to my brother so that's that's how he knew my what my vote was if that story doesn't make sense i realize that's a very very iowan thing to happen um oh gosh i'm getting off track again aren't i yeah yeah i am what was i even talking about Two, oh, two questions, two questions. Okay, so there are two questions before I really, I need to figure it out, before I really, you know, stated what I believe in. And um, so the first really big question was, <coughs> excuse me, um, you know, how do I know the real consequences and outcomes of, of actions taken by either, like, me or politicians, um, <clears throat> in general, like, how do you know if it works? You know, that's, that's the thing, is everybody's got all these charts and data, and all this hocus-pocus mumbo-jumbo, and you're trying to figure out what's going on, and it's impossible. I'm like, what the, what the fuck is all this shit, you know? I, I have been a nerd my entire life, like, Straight up, like, I knew I wanted to do physics, like, two or three years into high school. And, but I couldn't, I couldn't figure out why. Like, how do you figure that stuff out? Nobody was giving me real answers. And that's why I was so turned off to it in the beginning. Um, 
you know and then the the other question which i think was truthfully the more important question and this like really applied to the wars too um like i remember you know talking with friends like going you know doing late night walks and talking about like you know the wars going on and you know what what are we supposed to do about that um the question by the way is you know what am i as one person um supposed to do against an entire system that you know i may not agree with um you know how can i possibly make a difference um the small person that i am out of 350 million um and you know i have been i was stuck on those questions for a good a good 3 or 4 years um before i really like explicitly like formed those questions in my head and i was like you know i i need to figure these things out before i am even comfortable talking about it and you know now look at me now i'm trying to freaking record myself and Hopefully people will listen. Um, you can barely get me to shut up now. Um, but obviously, you know, I have grown. I guess it's not obvious to you, uh, the listener, because you don't know me. But it, it's apparent, it's blatantly obvious for me. Um, you know, I understand so much more about anything and everything, uh, which is why, you know, the circus that is politics has just become an outright just, it's like, it's like reality TV for me, honestly. And it's, it's probably just as addicting. Um, it's, it's kind of a problem. Um, um, so yeah, that's that's kind of where I stood for a while, and you know now I'm here. Um, I've kind of explained, you know, what I believe, a little bit about myself, some some funny stories along the way. Um, already know I'm corn, corn fed and grown. Um, what else? I don't even know. That's that's really all I had planned for this. So, I guess I'll end it here. Um, I'm a little technology illiterate <clears throat> with this whole Anchor podcast thing, so we'll see if this gets up at all. Um, <clears throat> I've got some good ideas for some podcasts in the future. You know, there's this... <clears throat> One girl who's from Iran, and I figured that would be a really interesting conversation um, because, you know, it's not often that people meet somebody from Iran. And uh, the U.S. seems to have uh, have a, a bucket to grind. Um, so I have some other preliminary ideas. We'll see if we get to them. I think I'm going to close this out so oh right 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 the last let's for this last section i'm going to um mention the intro song uh which is 
Uh, Absol. The song is Terrorist Threats. The artist is Absol. The producers are Top Dog Entertainment. So shout out to Absol and all of them. Um, you know, hopefully they understand the importance of creative freedom and um, spreading the ideas of music and not, you know, using the force of government through IP to uh, strike people financially, I guess. Um, so hopefully IP won't be that much of a problem, especially this being an audio log more for me right now. Um, and if it is a problem, you know, I can just edit out the music at the beginning, I guess. So, now I'm going to push my luck and do it again with the outro. <laughs> uh, this is Pink Guy. And I'm pretty sure the song is Hand on My Gat. So, alright. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I have some listeners. That'd be great. If not, you know, I'll just, you know, do this for myself. That's fine, too. Um, alright. Goodbye. I'm a real motherfucking gangster from the streets, and I don't give.